You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Listen to that. We're here, folks. We are here. There should be fireworks shooting off. Maybe not everybody shoot their guns in the air. Maybe keep those guns in the house right now. Uh, cheer. Stamp your feet. It is that time. It's it. We did it. We've done it. We. It's it's over. This is number 200. That's it. We're 200th done. 200th episode. We're done after We've been this. talking about this for a long time. <coughs> We're very excited for our... 200th episode, 200th official episode of Four Distractions. There are those uh, other things we have that, you know, we might bring back in the future, like uh, throwback cinemas and stuff, but, Mm -hmm. and top five, top tens, whatever, Mm -hmm. but this is the official number 200. 200. It's been a. It's been a really nice run, hasn't it? Yeah, it, 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 it all comes to the end with this. This is the final episode. This is the last episode of Four Distraction ever. 200. Boom. Okay, I didn't agree to that, but all right. Okay, well, well then I guess this is not we'll, the two hundred. We'll just see. We'll just see what. <coughs> we'll see how this. We'll breaks. see how this episode goes. You know, Civil War Two might break out here shortly, and we might all be dead. So there might not be a podcast after all. So we're or, talking about that already, or Let's anyone? No, oh, we'll get we'll get there later. Because later, first, yeah, we kind of have to. We'll get to that because first, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. For the past 200 episodes, I never dreamed that here we would be, what, four and a half years later, 200 plus episodes later, still doing this podcast. It all started with you and I. We both enjoyed listening to podcasts. You turned me on to podcasts. I did. Yes, yes, you did. I created a monster. I I never really listened to too many podcasts. We kept telling me about these other shows that were going on. Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest one, though, I think the one that we always used to talk about was, uh, what was the, uh, the... Book one, the author one, the Dead Dead Authors podcast. Oh, the Dead Authors podcast. Yeah. The, Big fan of that show. I missed that show. Yeah. And then I started listening to that, and I started listening to other podcasts, and it just it, it kind of just grew from there. And then we just kind of were like, hey, you know what? If these douchebags can do it, why can't we douchebags do it? Yeah, and, and we would get together, like we're doing now, and ha- throwing back some beers, and we would just be bullshitting. And we would talk about movies, TV shows, what's going on. We would talk about what the fuck ever, and we would crack each other up, and it would be fun, and we... And I think I said, we should do a podcast. But you know me, I'm the ideas guy, and yeah. I, I never, ever, ever follow through. Thank God I have you, who... You're a doer. You you do it. So you said, no, fuck you, Scott. Let's actually do it. You can do it. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it, but you have to do all the legwork. You got to buy all this fancy equipment we're sitting in front of. 
and do all the editing <laughs> and do all the hard work, and I'll just show up in front of a microphone and drink beer. And you said deal, and here we are. <laughs> and Pretty it's been much, fun. it's been fun. It I, has. It's been enjoyable. It's. It's. I think it's almost more enjoyable than just sitting around without doing this, just drinking beer and bullshitting. It's. It's. Yeah. A, it feels like. We're doing something without actually doing something. Right. If, if to to put it in those words, I guess. Um, I have. Ne- I don't think I've ever been more committed to any project in my life than this. You know, I mean, there's work. You go to work. You go to your job. But you know, what the fuck is that? You know, unless you're working like death and taxes. Yeah. Pretty much. So, and I mean, I'm in school right now, and that's fine. And I'm just kind of Adam it, talks about school. I had to yeah. do it. It's our two hundredth. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. <laughs> You lost the uh, soundboard for that one, though. Oh, the battery died. Yeah, one yeah. of my kids started playing with it. You can't it. buy new batteries, but yeah, it's like those little disc batteries. Those things are like impossible mm, to get. You, in. you can buy those. I Fuck bet you that. go to the dollar store. You can find them. Um, but no, it's 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 been a commitment. I mean, I failed at playing the guitar. I failed at when I was an art major. I failed at all sorts of other things. But this, this, I'd say we succeeded. I mean. I mean, we're not Joe Rogan or Kevin Smith here. But, no. But, you know, I always say this. I always say this. I said, I don't care if no one but my mom listened to our show. It just gives us an excuse to sit down and get together and get... And fortunately, we have more people to listen to us than just my mom. Surprisingly, we I've, I've met people who I never knew who contacted me on social media and it was like, hey... I like your show. Like people from Oklahoma or Canada or wherever these people are from. It, it's bonkers. Yeah. Florida, a guy from Florida. Like just, I'm like, wow, I never dreamed like this. I know, yes, it's on the internet so anybody can listen to it, but it, it found its way out I've, there. I've had the same thing. I've, I've had very similar experiences yeah, to you. It's, yeah. it's insane. It's insane is what it is. You've had girls be like, oh, wow, you're Adam from Florida. I want to suck your dick off. I'm like, let me get those deets. I got some. I got some pics for you. I got a few pictures. Yeah, shout out to to Justin. Shout out to Pat, uh, Raja. A couple people that have contacted me over the, over the years. It's it's cool. It's cool. It's Periscope fun. Pete. Periscope Pete, who says we suck at Marvel. Well, you know what, Periscope Pete, you can go fuck yourself. Are you gonna now that, now that you got your fancy new phone? You're gonna bring back Periscope? Um, I got a new phone. I got a new phone. You yes, did. Adam, you're sneering <laughs> at me. I got an iPhone. I'm an Apple guy. You hate Apple. We've talked about it many times. But I got the iPhone 12 Pro Max. It's yeah, awesome. and what did you have to buy with it? You had, what, everything. What you had fucking buy- everything. <laughs> oh my my do- dongle or whatever. Yeah, it was your called? dongle. Yeah. Your dongle. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it's fun. I, I still, I still am getting the hang of it. Just got it today, but uh, yeah, you were talking about podcasts that uh, inspired us to do this. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the reason that I ever got into podcasts, which then in turn got you into podcasts, and you were like way into podcasts. I still am you, way into. You podcasts. sir, like deep dived into podcasts, like. I always enjoyed podcasts. I thought I listened to a lot of podcasts, and you put me to shame. You listen to so many podcasts. It's impressive, your podcast. But uh, I want to give a shout-out to Mangy Radio and our friend Ryan Dunch, who's been on the show. His podcast was, like, cutting edge. He did it before the term podcast was even coined. It was, like, an internet radio show, he called it. Yeah. And, And it was, wow, it was early on, and I just loved that idea. And then they started coming around, and... 
Now podcasts are a dime a dozen. Everybody and their mom does them. Yeah, I, I had I uh, at work during the summer back before COVID. We used to have summer workers that would come in and help, and they'd pick somebody to be like somebody to sign up to be the crew leader, and you get a little extra pay. So I would do that for a few years, and I actually had a few years ago one of the college. It's always college students. I had one college student, then we were chit chatting. I told him I'd do a podcast. And he was like, "What? what's a podcast? And first of all, I was like, you're young enough and you don't know what a podcast is. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, it's kind of like internet radio. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. Here's yeah. the problem with this dude. He's very book learning kind of person. Mm-hmm. So he was like, how is it internet radio? Like internet doesn't travel to like it's, it's does it use radio waves. He no. was he was that guy. Uh, he was that kid. And I'm like, um, you said it's like internet radio. We didn't say that it is internet radio. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, don't be that guy. <laughs> come on, we're just come on. You're not getting any poontang in, in college if you're going to be that guy. Yeah, he's, so he's not. He's not. Sorry if you listen. He was also the one. He's actually he was actually a pretty cool guy. He was also the one that looked like said I look like a white weekend. Oh my god, Adam, you look like a white weekend. It's uncanny. Guys, <laughs> everyone listening, Adam is the White Weekend. That was before. That incredible. That was, be- that was, in fairness. With that- your beard now, even, like, spitting in I it. I do have a long-ass beard, but that was before I shaved my head. So now I keep my head down to, like, the scalp almost. Wow. The White Weekend. <clears throat> Wait, isn't the weekend, like, isn't he becoming white? Isn't he doing, like, the Michael Jackson treatment? I is he? I don't know. I, I think that might have been tabloid rumors that might not be true, so don't I, fa- I, fact check I me on that. I heard he got like plastic surgery or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it looks bad. Like, yeah, like it's it looks, So you don't look like White Weekend anymore. Not anymore. You look like the old White Weekend. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm co- I'm Coke Classic. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's okay. New Coke. <laughs> new Coke. Yeah. So, um, before we get into our show, a couple other things. I want to I give a big shout out to uh, our friends who have helped us. Uh Let's see, we've got the Electronic Media Collective yes. part that we are a part of. Haven't been a part of that long, but so far they've been great to us. Uh, we always put their little bumper at the beginning of the show. Right. Please, everybody, head on over to electronicmediacollective.com. Check out our show and oodles of other great podcasts that Adam probably listens to fucking all of them that are on there. <laughs> They're great stuff. Um also, our friends, a movie guys podcast. Yeah, the B Row Network. That's mm-hmm. that's still up and going. That's still that's still active. Um, movie guys podcast is still going along, and mm-hmm. you know we joined their network, and it was it was awesome. Like it was it was very cool. And yes, granted, the B Row Network has become a little bit smaller uh, since its first when it first started, but I would say more selective. Yes, yes, selective, I would say more selective. Yes. I was going to say it's more quality over quantity over yes, the B Row Network right. is what it is. So. Thank you guys very much for allowing us to be part of that. Yeah, and, and Ed has been on our show. Um, he's great. Uh, yeah. You've been on their show yes, a couple I've, times. Yeah. So so we call the movie guys, we always say it's they're our sister show. They help us out. We help them out. So definitely, definitely check out their show. They're on Podbean. They're on YouTube. They're on pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Um, so big shout out to those guys. Big shout out to um, also uh, I think uh, Zach Scraba. He yes. was the one who did our opening theme for us yes. all those years ago. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah, we Zach. had we. I, I basically when I first got the themes and the the outro is still this kind of the same since the beginning, mm-hmm. but the intro like I got a few like cheapo like royalty free music that I bought off this website or something like that. We're kind of experimenting with it. He created an opening theme for us it was it's great we've been using it ever since yeah zach's been on our show before he's a friend of the show 
We got to get him back on. He hasn't been on a long time. He, yeah. was, he was in a band that was really popular. I think he was one of the episodes where early on in the podcast we were recording it and then we got almost the end of it and I looked at it and I was like, shit, we lost all the audio. And we spent like an hour trying to fix it and solve the problem, which we couldn't solve. So it's, it's a lost episode I think he was on. I think he's been on another one too. He, he has, yes. Yeah. But he was on another one where it was, it's one of the lost episodes uh, that we'll never, we'll never get back. Oh, uh, that we've had some <laughs> lost episodes. A few. There's been a few. The I've one. learned much since the beginning. Let's right. put it that way. The one lost episode that breaks my heart is the episode where we had the lesbian stripper on. Oh, she was hilarious. And it was amazing. Was so I fun. love her so much. Our friend Alex, who listens to the show. <laughs> and that was the only time we've had Alex on. We really got to get Alex back Yeah, on. I want Alex on so bad. Yeah, yeah. Great show. And we lost it. We lost the audio. But you have upgraded the system immensely, I've my upgraded friend. my knowledge. And and I think, I think we're good. I think we're good. I love it. Um... So, our 200th episode, I wanted to do something special. First of all... We got a few special things. We got, we got several special things. I don't know why we're doing special things right now. It's going okay. to be a long-ass episode. It's going it to be way. a long episode. We might have to break it up into two parts. Maybe three. I don't know if we'll have time. <laughs> but, but I wanted to bring back some of the old things that we used to do at the beginning. So, the first thing, we have a beer of the show. We haven't done that in a minute. It's been a while. We we we've done one since like over the past year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But that, other than that, no, not really. So so the beer of the show is a segment that we used to do, and uh, one of us would bring a different beer, and we would drink it for the duration of the show, and we would rate it what we thought of it. You would give it just a recommend or not recommend. I would give it a one out of five stars, and we'd talk a little bit about the beer, and they they would be the beer of the show. We stopped doing it because, I'm embarrassed to say, neither one of us kept track of the beers that we used. Yeah. And we kind of got to the beer store and we're like, wait, have we used that before? We have no idea what beers we've used and what we haven't used. Um, someone, who we'll talk about this later, yes. was supposed to make us a spreadsheet and so we could start back over. We're still waiting on that. Still waiting on that. But well, you got your fancy new phone. This is the first new beer of the show, of the show for 2021. Keep track. Of it, I'm buddy. going to I'm keep going track. To. Of me. You got I'm sure you got a notepad. We'll reset. We'll reset. <laughs> Today I brought the beer of the show. We are drinking Lone Star beer. Lone Star. It is. It is the official. It is the national beer of Texas, which is funny because Texas is a state. But Texas likes to think of themselves as their own country. I know. Yes. So it should be the state beer of Texas, <laughs> but it's the national beer of Texas. I think that's funny. Um, it's it's relatively cheap beer. I got a six pack for nine bucks. That's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap beer. Yeah, it's pretty cheap beer. Um, and I I know about this beer. It's featured in a lot of TV shows. Um, my man, Joe Bob Briggs. We've talked about him before. Uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Bob Briggs. Our friend Brandon, a huge friend of Joe Bob Briggs, he drinks this beer on his show. And when I finally saw I thought you can only get this in Texas. But when I saw it at a store recently, I said, I have to have that. Deep in the heart of Texas. So let me let me know what you think, Adam. You go first. I've, all right, I've, I've been drinking about this bottle now since before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with it. I got like a little bit left, like quarter left. Um, it's it's a beer. 
Mm-hmm. It's a beer. That, that's all I have to say about it. No it's, it's wow a beer. factor? No, it's got nothing. It, you, uh, it tastes just like if you said, hey, if you talk to somebody who's never had beer and you said, hey, you want a beer, this is what they would think would taste like just from smelling it. It's just regular-ass beer. Yeah. It's got... It's not too strong. It's, you know, not too light. It's kind of on the medium side. It it just tastes like beer. And it's fine. It's good. But if you want me to rate it, you want me to give it a, a good uh, a recommend or not recommend, I'm going to say I really recommend it. You know, just go get your favorite beer. Okay. You know, if, if you have a favorite beer, like Yingling or Honey Brown or Guinness or something like that, and you're like, I think I might try Lone Star Beer, just get your favorite beer. Is what I'm going to say. Let's do that. You're not. You're not missing out. Right. Right. And I agree with you. It's it's a pilsner, but but as far as cheap beer goes, as far as like that crisp, you know, it's better than PBR. Um, you would say that. Um, <laughs> it means something to me. Like I have sentimental value with this because of the shows. Um, other than that, no. If you if this had a different label on it, and I was drinking this beer, I'd be like, it tastes like fucking Budweiser. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Guess what? It tastes like Budweiser. It's like dollar beer night at the uh, local dive bar. Right. Beer is what it right. is. So, uh, I'm going to rate it a 3.15. 3.15. You're, you're doing that, huh? I, I always did that, Adam. Doing, it's the 200th episode. You're bringing episode. that back, huh? I'm still doing it. 3. It's 1. annoying 1. as fuck, but all right, let's 3. do 1. it. 3.15. Book it. All right. <clears throat> Moving on from the beer of the show, we've got a few other things. We're actually going to do the show a little bit out of order. I think we're going to actually oh, yeah. do we're going to do course of cinema a little bit earlier than oh. we normally do because we've got something even better planned for Ooh, later. Okay, this show we decided to bring back some of our best guests. Oh, and they're not here with us. They're not going to be on the show. We're, they're going to be mm-hmm. you know separately recorded. We're gonna we're gonna have like a little interview, like rapid fire question kind of conversation with them. You know, 25, 20, 30 minutes long, whatever, however long it is. And it's just going to be kind of one of those things. And, you know, you'll hear from them later. And we got another fun segment we're going to bring back with them. Um, uh, do you want to introduce what we're bringing back with we them? We are also going to bring back a favorite segment from the past, the douche of the day. The douche of the day. And this time, yeah, they're going to they're gonna have each person vote on it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, at the very end of the show... You're going to find out who wins Douche of the Day. Right. So stay tuned. <clears throat> exactly. Um, it's going to be a great show. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so 200. pumped for 200. Um, 200. So Elephant in the Room. Um, I feel like this is something we're not going to talk about for... We're going to try to keep it fun. Mm-hmm. This 200. We don't, want to, we don't want to be brought down, but mm-hmm. there is something that did happen this week that I feel like we at least have to mention. If you've been listening to us for a while, you know... That we do occasionally talk about current events, national stuff, politics, things like that. And there was something kind of horrible that happened earlier this week, kind of in the middle of the week. It, I was really shocked about it because I was laying on my couch, like kind of trying to take like a hour-long nap, like a little cat nap and stuff like that. And my sister sends me a video that immediately woke me up and I started getting on the news and watching stuff. Uh, the Capitol building was attacked in Washington. Yes. It was attacked by yes. Americans. Of all people. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's, you could call them Americans. I mean, you have to. I yeah. mean, they're citizens of the United States. So, um, it, I I don't know how you feel about it, Scott, entirely. Because we haven't had an extensive conversation about this yet. But how I feel about it was, when I... First of all, I'm not, I'm not really surprised. I don't know how anybody's surprised. But I'm not that surprised. But... I'm I, disappointed. I'm very... not surprised. Yes, I'm disappointed too. It was... It's one of those things where I'm not angry that it happened. 
I'm upset that it happened, but I'm not angry it happened. I think I'm more angry about the aftermath and all the people that are making excuses for it happening or are blatantly doing basically the whataboutisms. Well, what about this? Well, what about when this happened? What about when that happened? And things like that. And trying to make excuses for these people. These were not people. These were not revolutionaries. These were not patriots. I'm sorry, but these guys were these ladies. Terrorists. Yes, they were basically terrorists. They They turned a peaceful protest, which I don't agree with their protests. But if they want to protest, they have every right to they protest. Do. I do not blame them for that. If they want to do that, fine. Go down and protest. That's perfectly fine. But when you turn it into a, we're going to start smashing the windows in and climbing the walls and you know start attacking the cops and things like that that are in the building and trying to push them back, which there weren't that many cops there. I, I pretty much noticed. Like I actually, I don't know. I don't know how true these videos are. I take it with a grain of salt, but I did see a couple of videos where it showed police officers actually opening up some of the ba uh, barriers and things like that and backing mm -hmm. up to the building and stuff. So I don't know what's going on. The only question I have to ask is where's all the pepper spray and the rubber bullets and tear gas that we've been seeing during the past six, eight months, however long the other protests have been going mm -hmm. on for Black Lives Matter. It's it's the, the thing that angers me is the, the excuses. The excuses that people are making and the, the defense. They're trying to come to the defense. And right. I don't know. Um, so, I did see some tear gas and some pepper spray used in some of the videos. I did. But not at first. <clears throat> not until after people were in the Capitol. After they had breached the doors. Later on, I saw some of that deterrent used. Yeah. Nowhere near as much and as often as what we saw in <laughs> Minneapolis and Portland and some of the some of the Black Lives Matter protests last summer. Um, and, and to me, I felt like the reaction of the police, of the Metro Police and the Capitol Police, was not equivalent to what we saw with the Black Lives Matter protests. It's not. I remember. And, I remember yeah. seeing pictures when of. The, and it's been circulating all the time during the Black Lives Matter protests when it, the, all those soldiers or the people in camo that were outside the Lincoln Memorial, like they were in there full force. And like, where were those guys? Like, I'm not I'm not going to defend the police right now because there is a bit of a a bit of a divide between the police and the citizens at the moment. And I'm not saying police are all bad, but there is a problem with the system in in place. But. If you're going to be discriminatory, be consistent with your discrimination. Be consistent with your abuse of power, I guess, would be my thing. I, I kind of agree to a point with that. Like, It's horrible when I see police brutality and abuse of power. It is. But it makes it even worse when I only see that police brutality and abuse of power going one way. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to say, like, oh, they should have beat the shit out of the white people, too. No. That's not what I want to say, but part of me thinks they should have beat the shit out of the white people, too. Like, I mean, come on. Like, what the fuck? At the very least, we could say the police aren't racist. They're just abusive. So <laughs> just, you know, yeah, at yeah. least do that. Now get, they're get, racist and abusive. Get, get, if, if anything, if I was a chief of police, I'd be like, get the fuck out there and start getting the batons and beating yeah. them. We got to get this racist yeah, thing off wrong of with our... the police. There needs to be a serious investigation. Um, yes. Again, I'll give you my opinion. The correlation to the Black Lives Matter protests, and you can go back and listen to this very show. I said it on here. So don't. I don't want people calling me a liar, but because 
when the Black Lives Matter protests were happening, and all of a sudden people started breaking windows and looting Target and AutoZone and all those fucking places, that angered me. Yeah. It really did. I didn't want to see those businesses being attacked. I felt like it deterred from the message. Whether it, it was it George Floyd, Freddie Gray, Berana Taylor, whoever we were trying to shed light on. Like, this person died because of the police. When you, when you riot at a Walmart, then people think, oh, they're just fucking rioters instead of protesters. <clears throat> so that, that made me angry. First of all, I don't give a shit about Target and Walmart losing their money, losing their products. I don't give a flying fuck about those businesses. They could burn them to ground for all I care. But not during this. It, it, it distracted from the message yeah. that the Black Lives Matter was trying to, to prove. And you could say the same thing for this group at the Capitol. They were trying to prove a message, and I don't agree with them. I don't. But they honestly, I have friends and family who honestly don't understand them, but honest to God, Adam, they believe that this election was stolen from them. They believe that it wasn't fair and Donald Trump truly won. I mean, we know that's absolute bullshit. Like, it's voting. Like, you, there's no election fraud here. It, yeah. it didn't happen. There's no proof. These conservative, it's all allegations. These conservative courts with Republican judges that were appointed by Trump are saying there's no proof. So I'm sorry, you guys. You guys lost. It sucks. We lost four years ago. and It sucks. But you want to get your message out? That's fine. Protest. Scream from the mountaintops. Yell at the clouds. I don't care. The rally the Trump held where all the people were in front of Great. Do that all you want so you're blue in the face. But when you attack the Capitol like that, it distracts from your message. It does. And now you're a bunch of domestic terrorists, which is what they A bunch want. of stupid yeah. domestic terrorists, mm-hmm. but uh, domestic terrorists nonetheless. It's – I don't – don't be one of those people that likes to say, oh, well, the Democrats didn't have a problem with all the looting and uh, burning and stuff like that during the Black Lives Matter protests. But now they're talking about this. They didn't have a problem with it then. If you think that, then you're only watching like Fox News and Newsmax because we were all saying we support the Black Lives Matter protest, but we do not support the burning, the destruction and everything like that and the breaking of windows and cities. We didn't we didn't support that. We openly said it. You're just not you're just not listening. And it's to anybody who says that antifa was involved i just <laughs> if, you, if you're gonna believe that but you're gonna call bullshit when people were saying that there were maga hatters and proud boys and the black lives matter protests inciting things first of all i don't know how much i necessarily even believe that but i definitely don't believe there was antifa involved in this maybe there's proof that proud boys were involved in the black lives matter protests stuff like that i don't know maybe for me at the moment it's all hearsay but this is also all hearsay. I don't believe for a second that there were Antifa people in the crowds inciting violence. It makes it, it doesn't make any sense. Plus, as I said, you, they were stupid protesters because they've been bragging about it for like the entire week. So I don't know. I don't. I don't want to stay on this topic. I just want to brief, mention briefly. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? No, I, I want to move on to. Me too. It's, it's disgusting. I'm. I'm- I'm sick to my stomach about it. Five people died. It's horrible. Countless people were injured. Tons of arrests have happened and are still coming and are rightly deserved. Uh, this is our 200th episode, Adam. Yeah. I don't... It, we needed to discuss it because it's a big deal. It's going to be in history books. It is. So we needed to talk about it. But I don't want to harp on it. 
I want to move on. I want to have fun. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so we're going to do something right now that I think is a little out of the ordinary because we usually do this at the end of the show, but we're going to do Course of Cinema Let's do right it. now. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to do this right now, and then we'll probably get to our interviews. But to remind everybody who or what the Course of Cinema movies were for this week, I told Scott to watch... Uh, Gerald's, Gerald's game. game. There, I was trying to look for it. Gerald's game mm-hmm. on Netflix, and you told me to watch The Quick and the Dead on Amazon Prime. Um, do you want to go first this time, Scott? I'll go first. You want to go first? Go first. All right. So I will ask you. Open up with a question for you. You said you did not know that this movie was a Stephen King novel. I did not. I just kind of found it on okay, Netflix. Since you, since it, since you didn't know that it was a Stephen King. What in the world possessed you to ever watch it? Um, I was look. I was in the mood for. Th- I, it was years ago, and mm-hmm. I was in the mood for like some thriller, some weird thriller, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like delving down deep in the rabbit hole of like those weird Netflix movies that I may have never heard of, and I kind of came across it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Like, let me see what's going on here. Okay, so. I'm familiar with this story. Uh, my stepfather is a huge Stephen King. Also, master. I heard it was about weird kinky sex games, and I was like, oh, it I'm is. in. Did you watch Fifty Shades? I watched parts of that movie. Oh, okay. Because that's about kinky sex, too, if you didn't know. Yeah. I watched the first one. There's like a bunch of sequels. I never watched those. Yeah, ones, I found but... porn, so I got sick of watching yeah. those kind of movies yeah. first. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I'm familiar with this story because, like I said, my stepfather is a big Stephen King fan. When we go on vacation, he always brings a book and reads it. Like this past year, he read Mr. Mercedes. Uh, the year before that, I think he read Midnight Graffiti. But then the year before that, I remember he was reading Gerald's Game. And I remember sitting out there at the beach scene. I'm like, oh, what's that one about? And that's when he told me. He's like, oh, it's about uh, a husband and wife that uh, go to their remote cabin and are having some kinky sex, as Adam said. And... Uh, he handcuffs her to the bed, and then he has a heart attack and dies. And the mm, whole bo- yep. the whole book, and now the whole movie, is her chained to a bed and just losing her mind. Like, basically dying in the bed. Yeah. I just want to say, I like the idea of Stephen King's stories. But they really fucking creep me out, man. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with this guy? What makes him think of this sick ass shit? I don't know. Some people, some people just have you know sick I mean, minds. And... I mean, I'll give him all the credit in the world. He's a great writer, and he his attention to detail is excellent, and his imagination is second to none. But my God, you well, need to like, talk to somebody. Well, it's like when you think about if you if you're one of those weird guys that like just have random thoughts and like in the shower have thoughts, smoke a lot of weed, have a lot of thoughts, you know, whatever. You're gonna think of stuff like you know I've seen bonded sex before, but like what happens if? And I'm sure this may be the, how the idea started. What happens if like the person that gets bound and the other person that's like doing stuff to him like dies? Like what goes on there? And that's how this shit starts. And then so, you like think of weird ideas like so that. So as the movie. <laughs> The only redeeming factor it had early on, I want to preface this by saying early on, the only redeeming factor that this movie had was that it's a Stephen King story. And I've come to, like, The Dark Tower. Yes. That story, which everybody says, I haven't read the book. Everybody says it's one of Stephen King's best books. It is awesome. It ties his whole universe together. 
which people love. Like, every Stephen King story exists in this universe about the dark power and the beams of light. Yeah. And, like, each beam has a guardian. The one is the dog, represented by Cujo, and a dog in this movie, which is supposed to be the same representation of that beam. The other one is the turtle, which you were telling me about, which is the antagonist of the Pennywise the Clown, it character. Yeah. Like, each one, there's a prince, apparently. Again... For all you Stephen King nuts out there listening, and I'm I'm saying something wrong, you're screaming at, at your device that you're listening to this on. I apologize. I have not read it, but I did watch the movie with Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey, and the movie sucked donkey dick. I heard it was bad. I it was, was bad. It was bad, and people were very mad because they loved the book, and the movie was so bad. But I, what I did get from the movie is the universe, the Stephen King universe that it's set up, is fascinating. How it exists. And this movie exists in that. Yeah. And it's very subtle. Very subtle. But I'll explain why. The dog obviously is part of it. And um, so the the main character, the female, is, is chained to the bed. And she starts hallucinating. Her husband, Gerald, who's dead on the floor, comes to her in visions. Along with herself. And the whole movie is her talking to her subconscious of herself. Yeah. And of her husband. <clears throat> he makes a comment uh, to to serve the beam he, real quick, and if you didn't know any better, like I'm like, oh, it's dark. oh, it's dark. Power. Oh man, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, the movie sucked. <laughs> Listen, no, no. Early on, I was having a hard time. I almost turned it off. It was like torture porn, man. I ain't into torture porn. I'm not gonna kink shame anybody. I've said it before, <laughs> but that's not my bag, baby. It's not my bag. I'm not into torture porn. There was times I had to turn my head when she was cutting her wrist to get out. Yeah, that was pretty horrific. Oh, it was it was horrific. Um, the dog eating him. There was a, there was a dog nearby that kept rearing its ugly head, and it got into the house and it started eating her husband's dead body on the floor. It made me puke in my mouth a little bit. Just you, this you just, disgusting. You just have a weak stomach, apparently. I just ugh, I was having a hard time with it. I know it wasn't really a dog eating a dead body. They had dog food or shit down there. Yeah. But, well, okay, I, I I understand how movies work, Adam. I do. It's not <laughs> it's, it's not real. Okay, but uh, what really bothered me was when she had the flashbacks to being molested by her father. Yeah, that was fucked up. So fucked up. I'm like Stephen fucking King. And early like, on, she tried to make excuses for it. Like he didn't actually touch me. He just kind of touched himself while I was on, sitting on his lap. I'm like, yeah. That's bad. That's that's bad. Yeah, it makes me like hate people who exist in this universe. They I, all suck. I think Stephen King's a secret pedophile. Maybe not that he's actually touched it, uh, little kids, but I think he fantasized about it. Because if you if you've ever heard the stories, the actual it book, like it ends with all the kids having like an orgy with each other, in order to, like escape the the sewers or some shit like that. Like when they were kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm. Starting to think maybe he's like a secret like. Is it an orgy though? Because there was only one girl. Or was so? Are just... you implying that men can't fuck each other? Well, no. Did they? I, I don't know. If you're oh, all okay. naked in a room, even I thought if... they were running the train on her. I assume they all got. I assume they got all naked. Okay, hold okay. on a second. Were they running Stop. a train on the girl? All the guys. Or were they all banging each other? That would then in turn be an orgy, yes. If you are in a bedroom okay. and you're having a threesome. And the cool it's kind two, or the not cool kind? The the devil's threesome. Okay. Or, or the, the one with two guys 
Eskimo and, brothers. Yeah, Eskimo okay. brothers and a, and a woman. Mm-hmm. And you're in bed with each other. Sure. Are you having a... If you're only having sex with the woman, are you still having a threesome? Or are you two just fucking the same girl at the same time, but you're not... Is it still considered a threesome? It's a threesome if you're both in the bed naked at the same time. With the woman. One, one of you banging her and the other one getting it, you know, what sucked. But if one's waiting their turn to tag tag in, that's that's different. That's different. That's a tag team. I don't know. Okay. I don't know about that. Okay. Well, anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, the movie was freaking me out. I was almost going to turn it off, but I said no, no. I got to muscle through it. Then something happened. I don't want to call it a cool part, but an interesting part nonetheless is when a third premonition came to her. And it was the creepy looking like monster guy who had like people's ears yeah. and noses and he was collecting things and, and she she oh just another vision. She's envisioning her husband, she's envisioning herself old and young, like she's envisioning these people. This is just another crazy vision. But what happens spoilers, but what happens at the end of the movie that I thought was really cool. Turns out that was a real fucking guy. Yeah. Who had broken into the house, who was like a fucking serial killer. Who would like mutilate bodies. And he was fucking in the room with her. While she's chained up. While her husband's dead on the floor. And he did like. He cut up the husband right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he cut up the face of the husband. And took his ears and his nose and stuff. But didn't touch her. And she didn't believe he was real. But he was. That was a cool twist. It was yeah. That The, the <laughs> saving grace of that movie. Was that twist with the creepy guy at the end. I feel like. That. It didn't save the movie. I still think the movie wasn't very good. But that cool scene at the end, I liked it. I liked that cool scene. Then she had to go to his trial and how she stood up to him. And it was like it was like a metaphor for her standing up to her father. And it was yeah, like the whole thing was like that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I didn't love it. I didn't that's love fair. it. I thought that's the end I like Stephen King. <clears throat> I thought the ending was cool. But everything else was not That's good. fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so my movie... The I made Qu- you watch a Western. Yeah, The Quick and the Dead. I'm not big on Westerns. I don't have, like, a huge problem with them. Mm-hmm. I'm just not really big on them. Okay. Uh, one thing I will say about this movie is, is Le- was Leonardo DiCaprio born to act? This dude, I think, is just think, born... If there's anybody born he's to be young any, in this movie. He's very young, and he's still a good actor. It's like after What's Eating Gilbert Grape, but maybe not much else. Yeah. Like, I think Leonardo DiCaprio can officially be said he is born to act. He was born to be this thing. He was born to act. He's not a main character in the movie, but he was, like, one of my favorite characters. He was, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, it's a it's a Western about, you know, it's a classic Western story about mm-hmm. somebody trying to get revenge on somebody who wronged them years ago, mm-hmm. be it whatever, killed a family member, whatever nonsense. Except the big twist on this is it's a woman. Who is the gunslinger in this? And she is Stone. Yes, and she was great in it. And but she wasn't like, if that movie had been made today, she would have been the ultimate badass gunslinger. Like she would have fucked everybody up, and she wouldn't have she she wouldn't show any emotion or that. That no, she was very much like. There were times where you're like, she's questioning whether she should be doing this, only because she doesn't know if she has the stomach to do it. And she definitely shows her emotions a number of times, and she's not even like. The best gunslinger. She's good, but she's not like the best. Mm-hmm. But basically, uh, this bad guy's running this town, this town out in the west, and he's like a mob. It's Gene like Hackman. a mob rule. Gene Hackman's like gr- he's great in it. Yeah. Love him. 
it's it's like a mob role. He owns the town basically, and every every so often or every year, however long it happens, they have this gun uh, slinger contest where you know you sign up and you're like, hey, what's going on? Blah, we're gonna shoot each other, and that's basically what the movie's about. Her showing up to this town, she gets into the gunslinger. We see uh, the preacher played by uh, super Superman's father uh, in the newest Superman iteration. Uh, he he's he's in there. He's like a priest that we find out later is in. We used to be part of the gang. The classic story. He used to be part of the gang, and he wanted out, and he he found his way out, and yeah, yada yada yada. And now he became a preacher. Um, I thought that those Sharon Stone and Russell Crowe's character would have some type of connection when I was first watching it. I was like, they must know each other. It's got to be something like that. It's not really that at all. I want to know. I look this up because I don't know. I should have probably researched this before we did this, but. I feel like Russell Crowe was young in it, too. He looked very young. Like, I wonder if that was early on. Must have been early on in his career. Yeah. He he looked very young. I mean, Gladiator put him on the map. Oh, 100%. Before that, I don't really know. He was just in movies, I guess. Yeah. This... He was great in it too. He was he was very good mm-hmm. in it too. Um, but basically, she joins the the gun tournament, and what was really fucked up part about this movie was when how Leonardo DiCaprio died. I his know. character died in a gunslinger. He is fighting his duel with his father, Gene and his whole character. reason why he wanted to beat him was because he wanted to earn his respect. Mm-hmm. He wanted him to respect him, mm-hmm. and his father wouldn't even acknowledge him most of the time because he didn't know if he was his kid or not. Which who knows, whatever. But his dad ends up shooting him and killing him that he has and it's not like he kills him quick he has that moment where sharon stone's character and this other random uh girl runs up to him and they're kind of like consoling him while he's laying there dying and i'm like you know leo connect the doctor who was played by the neighbor in home alone i was gonna say that too. i was gonna bring that up i was like i was like yeah the dude the old man shoveling and salting uh yes. the sidewalks yeah. he was in it too good cast good cast uh, the one villain was the bad guy from the Saw movies. Yes. Did you see him? He was very young again. But... It's it's an old movie. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, it's an old movie. Yeah. I, I'm going to say this about this movie. What the fuck were they making those bullets out of? Like, what kind of guns were they using? Because there were scenes where they were blowing literal holes in, know, in their know. bodies. There's a scene where this dude gets shot in, like, the chest and the hole is in his body, and the sunlight's poking through his chest. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is... Blow a hole when you shoot him in the head? You can yeah. see like, the back of their head explode. Yeah, I think that was Hollywood a little overdoing it. Like, if you ever saw Kung Pao enter the fist, and there's a scene at the beginning when they're doing the, the montage scene, he punches a literal hole out of this uh, ninja guy's chest, and it looks like that. You love your kung fu movies. Dude, I love that shit. Um, but no, it's... It was all in all a good movie. I'm it glad was you liked it. It was okay. I'm not a big Western guy. I know you're not. I'm not. It wasn't my first Western choice for you. I, I preface with that. I, there's other Westerns I like more than that one, but it's it, I, it's one I do like. I so. think I liked it mostly because of the cast. cast the cast was, was great. Cast the cast made good. the movie. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's time we do next week's course, or not next week's, next shows. Okay. Because uh, who knows when that's going to be. I'm going to give you a... I'm gonna give you a break on the weird stuff. Okay. I'm not gonna give you a weird one, um, and I'm and I didn't ask you this beforehand, so I'm really hoping you actually haven't seen this movie yet. Um, have you seen The Outlaw King on Netflix? I have not. You have not? No. Then that's gonna be your pick. The, the Outlaw, Outlaw King, King on Netflix. Okay. Okay. So you, sir, are giving me a break. 
I'm not going to <laughs> I'm going to pay you back a little bit for this week. But this is a movie that I like. I like this movie. I- I'm curious to know your thoughts. You like kung fu movies. Do you like kung fu kung fu movies in their original Japanese with subtitles? I don't, but I can watch them. Okay. I prefer not reading whenever I watch movies. How do you I feel about movies? old kung fu movies? Fine with them, I guess. Okay. Some of them, problem okay. with them. Okay. You know? How do you feel about the samurai? I love a good samurai. So you are going to watch a movie called The Seven Samurai. It's on HBO Max, and it is it's in its original Japanese, so it's subtitled, and it is a very fun movie. Uh, the translations from the Japanese to the English subtitles is much to be desired. It's an older movie, but it it influences a lot of westerns. And Star Wars. Oh. I want to know your thoughts on I am the movie interested. Seven I'm Samurai. intrigued. All right. Mm-hmm. So to remind everybody, it is The Outlaw King on Netflix mm-hmm. for Scott and Seven Samurai for me on HBO. Um, now is normally the time where you do our little outro, but we it's not the end of the show. No, we got it's a not. big ass show. It's oh huge. Oh my god, so much. So, so much. much stuff that you can't even have it all in one episode. But as we said, we're going to bring back some old favorites, some old mm-hmm. guests of ours, some people we know and we love. We've got some surprises coming up. Yeah, we've decided we're going to do a little uh, you know, questionnaire, rapid-fire interview yeah. with them. So we're going to talk to them, um, and then we'll find out at the end of the show who the douche of the day is. I guess it would be the douche of the week, the douche of the two weeks. Who knows? Should we should we no- do our nominations now? Oh, we could do our nominations, yeah. Okay. Right. Um I've decided I'm going to nominate. We both have two people. Both have two. I'm going to nominate Mitch McConnell for being an unbelievable cunt. Oh, yeah. He's a terrible... He's the devil himself. As much as I hate Trump, I think I hate Mitch McConnell a little a little more. Maybe not after this past week, but at least in the past, I think I hate Mitch... I think Mitch McConnell is almost a little worse. <coughs> yeah, um, yeah, Mitch McConnell fucking sucks, man. I, I will say... He's kind of backed himself into a corner now with everything that happened with the the riots at the Capitol. I think he's finally, finally sees that Trump is wrong. Um, Although they want to impeach him, both the Democrats and Republicans after this. But McConnell said they won't vote on it until, guess when? Uh, Probably February? No. He's going to wait till January 19th. Guess what the next day is? Uh, when Biden gets uh, sworn yep. into the office. Yep. But the good thing about this is they can still technically impeach Trump after he's out of office. It wouldn't remove him because he's already been removed. But it by would the prevent voters. him from running again. It would in the prevent truth. him from running Let's again. Let's fucking do it then. And I think that's. I think McConnell wants to move, remove him from office. But I think McConnell wants to stop him from running in the future. So it's all about what McConnell wants to do. And the fact that. He didn't give us the two grand, which... Yeah, so he's an unbelievable It was cunt. only him who he's, stopped He's us. a fuckhead. So that's my first nomination. Okay. My second nomination is for Playboy Cardi. I don't know who that is. He's a rapper. I've never listened to any of his music, but I know he's... I don't know if he's married in a relationship with Iggy Azalea or if I they just hooked Iggy up. Azalea I know who Iggy Azalea is. I like Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Apparently, she had, a, she had his kid. Okay. I don't know if they have multiple kids. I don't know anything about the story. I just know what he did, and that's that's what I know. But apparently, this rapper uh, Playboy uh, uh, Cardi, Playboy Cardi, 
where while Iggy Azalea was in childbirth with his child, he was at home playing the PlayStation. And that's what he was doing. Did he know and purposely just not go to the hospital? Yeah, I think he was just like, I'm playing the PlayStation. Hmm. I think so. So That's a douchey thing. That's a very douchey thing. So those are my two nominations. What about you, Scott? Okay, so I'm going to nominate. This is our 200th episode, Adam. I keep saying that. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to bring previous douches of the day. Both of these guys have one douche of the day in the past. And they're going to be nominated for douche of the day again. My first nominee is our old pal, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. And, um... You know, we were very angry. I, personally, was angry with Shia LaBeouf because some of the films he did that I was very looking forward to, he kind of ruined them for me. I mean, it wasn't so much him as it was the writing and the direction, and I understand. I can't put all the blame on him. But mentally, I associate him with these failed projects. I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. You know that. Yeah. I had wanted to see a fourth Indiana Jones my whole life as a kid. When I finally got it, I thought Crystal Skulls was rubbish. And who was in that movie? Shia LaBeouf. As a kid, I played with Transformers. I had tons of Transformer toys. I loved the Transformer toys. Michael Bay decides that he's going to turn the Transformer toys into a movie franchise. You like Transformers, don't you? Oh yeah, Transformers are great. But then the Michael Bay movies came out. Who's in them? Shia How are those movies? Uh, they're not great. They're, they're dog shit. They're and yet bad. they make a ton of money. I don't understand people. They're, act- they're action-packed, but they're pretty bad. Tip classic Michael Bay. But I'm not going to hold that against Shia, that he's in those two franchises that I love and ruined them. But he also did some pretty shitty things. Um, I remember he had a girlfriend who he went to Paris, France with, flew there with her, an ex-girlfriend now. And uh, they were in a cafe, and they got into a uh, verbal argument in front of people. What does he do, Adam? He pieces out. He just up and leaves. He goes back to the hotel, leaves her at the cafe, goes back to the hotel, takes the bags, gets an airplane, leaves. Leaves her in fucking France. The bags he took had her passport in it. She was stuck in France. He just left her ass there. She had to go to the American embassy, jump through hoops, pay tons of money, just to get back home. <clears throat> That's a dick That's move. That's fucked up. That's a dick move. That's fucked up. And he did some other shitty things. But then, but then, we forgave him, Adam. He totally redeems himself. He does a lot of good things. One project that I, I absolutely loved, he did like a social experiment where he rented out a movie theater in New York City and did one of those, they call them thons, yeah. where you do something for a long period of time and, and you raise money. He was raising money for the homeless people of New York. And he was showing nothing but Shia LaBeouf movies. Every movie he's ever been in, one right after the other, nonstop. Yeah. And he was just playing it. Meanwhile, he also opened up the theater. Anyone who was homeless could come into the theater and watch the movies with him for free. And any food at the concession, they could eat for free. He would take the charge of everything. It was a really cool thing to do. You you were saying, I ah, should have done other movies, not his own. That's a little bit self-absorbed. But... The idea was he was raising money for homeless people yeah. and helping them out. I, I liked it. And then he was in a couple music videos. He was in the Rob Cantor Shia LaBeouf Live. It's great. Great song. Great. And he was a good sport about it because they were kind of making fun of him. And he still was a good sport. And the next one's relevant. He was in the Elastic Hearts video by Sia. Yeah. Which is a great song. I love the song. And I love the video even more. We've talked about it on the show. It's powerful. 
It's it's artistic interpretive dance. It was a really great thing. Exactly. So we forgave him. Only for him to come back and spit in our motherfucking faces. It's now since come out that he's a real shithead toward women. His ex-girlfriend, who was in a relationship, is now suing him because she says that he was mentally, verbally, and the worst one, sexually abusive towards her during the their relationship. And then the singer-songwriter Sia, who sings the song Elastikarts with the video that we like, she came out in support of her, saying... Yes, uh, nobody knows this because we kept it secret, but during the time of that video, and during Shia LaBeouf and I were in a relationship. And he told me that he was single, but he wasn't. He actually had this other girlfriend. Now, uh, this is just, you know, this is taking her word for it also. We do recognize (laughs) that. For all we know, maybe she could she could be lying that they were never in a relationship or whatever. It's it's entirely possible. It's probably true that they were together, but understand we do get that. It's just we're taking. Her I'm going to take. It. I'm going to take the word of the victims here. You're right. Though. You're right. It could. We don't know. We weren't there. But I'm going to believe these victims until proven otherwise, because they came out, didn't know each other, and completely corroborated each other's stories. To me, that's too much of a coincidence. They I think you, I think you need way more than two. I'm not I'm not saying I believe he's an unbelievable fucking well, I believe the stories, but I think you need yeah. a little more than two. And it is also innocent until proven guilty, not guilty until he proves otherwise. Fair enough. So But he's still my nomination. Yes, he's still an unbelievable douche. douche. We can absolutely sit on this show and be like, fuck this dude. He is my nomination for douche today. And my other one. I'm doing it, Adam. I am nominating Donald Trump for douche of the day. No, no surprise. I mean, especially like he lost the election. He did. He lost. And he has still not conceded. He has not come out and said, congratulations to Biden. He's still saying that he was cheated, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. There was fraud. What an asshole. And then he fires up these domestic terrorists, which we talked about earlier in the show, yes, to raid the Capitol and riot. He's the one who fired them up. He was the hype man getting them all. He's my nomination for douche of the day. All and right. we'll vote at the end. We're going to, yes. We might be the, the, the deciding vote. We'll have who to knows? see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Because I think you and I are going to vote for different people. It's possible, yeah. So let's see what our guests vote. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna let them go first, and then we will vote at the very end of the show, and then we'll award the nominee, or the award for Douche of the Day at the very end. So. Let's bring st- in our first guest. Yeah, let's bring in our first guest. Uh, I don't know what order these are going to come in, but anyway, here's our very first guest for the 200th episode. And welcome to our first guest of the night for For Your Distraction's special 200th anniversary. And and this is a guest, I'll introduce him here in a second here. I'm very excited we have him on. I would think, Adam, I'm not sure about this, but I think this is the guest that we have had on our show more than any other guest. Would you... Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, he's been on so much that he is like an unofficial third host, um, almost. For a long time, he was on almost every week. Right. But not at first, because when we first started this show five years ago, he was never on the show for probably the first two years. And I remember thinking, oh, we need to get him on, we need to get him on, he would be great. But he lived far away from us. Well... In the past five years, he has now moved, and he lives by us. So we have him all the time, and it's great. And we have him again tonight. 
So I would like to say thank you and welcome to our guest, Mr. Peter Michael Deloney. Mike D, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. I'm really excited to be on your uh, bicentennial here. Um, I would think it was around the Tiger King era. I was on like every week. And yeah. then uh, Tiger King ended and you guys were like, hey, we're not going to call him anymore. I think you like went out of town and you were like really busy with work and you and then that just kind of like ended it for a bit. I think that's kind of yeah, what I mean, happened. I, know, so. I, want, I want the audience to know that I, you miss one week with these guys. The train does not stop. The train keeps going. You don't get the, you don't get the 200 episodes by waiting around for guests to call you back. Uh, choo choo. They just uh, they just keep rolling. But no, I've yeah. been uh, it's been exciting to be on so many times. I really enjoy. I was just telling my brother Jack that I think I'm probably the only person who's listened to every episode, maybe aside from your mother's. But uh, yeah, my mother has never listened to a single episode. <laughs> All right, well I got her beat. My mother, my mother listens religiously. So does my grandma. Hi, Mima. <laughs> oh out. God, I've I've talked about I've talked about like my porn habits on this show. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> your mother she knows some strange things about me then. So yeah, well when we when the Tiger King shit was going down, Mike, that was in that was in the heat of uh quarantine number one. Yeah, everything was shut down. Yeah, we didn't have shit to do but watch terrible shows like Tiger King. You ain't got and no co- job. You ain't got yeah. shit to do, Craig. Yeah, and we call each other on the phone and just talk like like high, middle school girls. Yeah, fun times that was. To be honest, yeah, I, I look forward to it. It was it was a good time. It was fun too because it was like still early on where like everything was kind of new. You're like, oh, did you do this or oh, did you do that or oh, I did this or blah blah blah. And then now it's like quarantine day one thousand. Right. Did you guys right. see uh, that Midnight Sky movie with um, Clooney? Did you guys watch that yet? I haven't uh, even heard of it, honestly. Oh, dude, Netflix, watch it. It's really good. Really. Oh. Good. You haven't seen it yet. It was like number one for like a week, like the week of Christmas. You know, on Netflix it says like number one in the show, you know, in the whatever today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, watch it. It was it was really cool, but it's basically like kind of being in quarantine. How it's like this is awesome, and then it's not. But it's cool. It's a cool show for sure. It's I called Midnight it. Sky, and, and did you say it's George Clooney or Rosemary Clooney? Uh, George Clooney. Oh, okay, okay. And then a whole bunch of people I recognized, but I did not know any of their names. That was kind of annoying for me. I was, like, pausing in IMDb. Although, if you do it on Prime, although you can't get it on Prime because it's only on Netflix, I just like how on Prime you can hit pause, and it shows you, like, every movie who's on the screen. Did you guys know this about Prime? Yeah, yes. it shows you, like, all yep. the actors and stuff like that, and you kind of, like... I'll... Yeah, I wish Netflix had that so bad because I just spend half the time like googling. Oh, I recognize her, and I like live on IMDb. Anyway, anyway, it's a good show. Well, uh, okay, I'll check it out. Uh, now, Miley Cyrus has a new hit single called "Midnight Sky." I'm a huge fan. I wonder if it's featured in this movie. It's not. Oh, okay. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna That's total bummer. No, no teasing, no spoilers. Just no. Scott. No. no. Well, the, the music is like uh, kind of new age, like futuristic with like no words, like all of the music that they use. Oh, all right. It kind of has like a, um, 
I don't know, like an industrial vibe to it. It was sweet. The movie was awesome. I want to watch it again. I watched it once, but I want to see it again. It was good. Okay. So what we're going to be doing here with our guests on this very special episode, we're going to do kind of like a, I keep calling it a lightning round, but we're not really timing you. It's just we kind of, we got some questions. Mike, you haven't been on in a while. We want to know what's up. Adam's got some strange kinky questions yeah. going coming up. Scott decided to do his more interview style. I'm deciding just give you some random stuff, and you got to not think about it. You got to answer as fast as you possibly can. I, yeah. I don't want you to spend any time. Th- we could talk about it, like we could talk about your answer afterwards. But to answer it, I just want you to like, boom, snap decision. What, what do you say? So yeah. like, red tube or YouTube red is different than red tube. Google it. Not, yes. Not yes. Not or Noni. Yeah, don't Google Red Tube. Anybody else who listens in the area. <laughs> that's my that's my sec- that's my type of stuff. Don't Google that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so are we ready to get into this? Yeah, we can get into this. All right, Adam, why don't you go first? Uh, all right, uh, Mike D, you have one genre of food you can eat for the rest of your life. What is it? Italian, Chinese, Mexican, that kind of stuff. Mexican. Mexican Next for question. the rest of your life. Mexican ranch. Hello. I feel I sorry for it. your asshole. Or did you guys? I knew it. Yeah, Mexican. So wait, did you guys know the answers? And then you filled out a card, and then if I get it right, then it's it, like uh, what are they? What's that movie or the sh- uh, game show with the wife? the newlywed? The newlywed? Is show? it like? Is this like the newlywed game or not? <laughs> uh, no, because there's no right or wrong answer. I don't think. Right, no. Mexican no. ranch. Beans, frijoles, rice, vegetables, wraps, (laughs) and huevos. Those are eggs. You're a cultured swine. Wouldn't know anything about that. I'm not of Mexican descent. All right. Okay, my my turn. My turn. All right, Mike, you were talking about the movie Midnight Sky, how much you like it. I want to know, and this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I want to know your favorite film of all time and listen if you can't pick one because it's like picking your favorite kid you can pick a couple but this says a lot about a person's character favorite film or films of all time go okay a few good men and uh, for the record winifred is my favorite kid so that was easy oh that was easy you really quick okay. on these isn't all right i like it i like it all right all right i'll go next i'll go uh mike d would you rather speak every language in the world or talk to animals? Oh my god! Yeah. All, wait, all animals? All animals, just either animals or speak every language in the world. Uh, I'm gonna go with every language in the world because I feel like, I mean, Doctor Doolittle, you know, he made a mint. But, like, if you start talking to animals, people think you're crazy. And how many times am I going to go up to a squirrel and be like, hey, did you see the midnight sky? It was fucking dope. He's going to be like, no, dude, I live in a tree and I collect nuts, you jackass. We don't have internet. But, like, <laughs> but like if I could speak Mandarin or uh, Swahili or uh, Farsi or just anything, you know, you could call them up, like, you know, in Mandarin and be like, hey, did you Google that? I'd be like, too soon? Too soon. <laughs> just, 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 just kidding. I'll, t- I'll catch you later. You know what I mean. So I, I think I'm gonna have to go with every language in the world. So right. just speak, or can I read and write too? 
Uh, speak. Just speak. Just speak. All right. yeah. yeah, so then they could, like, IM me and call me an asshole, but I wouldn't know what it was. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> next. Okay, so we've been bringing back for our 200th episode some of our old segments. And uh, we previously used to do a beer of the show. It was one of Adam's my favorite things. You liked it, too. Uh, we kind of stopped doing it because we made a mistake, and we never kept track of what beer of the show we did. So now it got to the point where we're like, oh, did we fucking do this beer already? We don't know. Uh, you said, Mike, you were going to go through all the old episodes, listen to the backlog, and make an Excel spreadsheet of each beer of the show we've done. My question is, how's that, how's that coming? <laughs> uh, it's work in progress. Okay. I have four columns. The first column says beer. The next <laughs> column says Scott. The next column says Adam. And the next column says guest. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Those so are all very important labels. Columns. I have four columns in one row. Uh, so one might say that I, I'm making progress. All right. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody takes a first sip. All right. All right. Uh, next, next, next question. Uh, Mike D, Backstreet Boys are in sync. Because uh, it ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Who sings that one? In sync. Yeah. Then that, that, then them. And Justin okay. Timberlake was in in sync, right? Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. That was JT. Yeah. In sync. Okay. Uh, this is one of my favorite questions. I, I've asked it on the show before, but I don't remember if I asked you. If I did, I apologize, but I'd like to hear your answer again. Who would win in a fight? A full-grown male African lion or I hate to, is it 50 midgets? But I know they don't like to be called midgets. Small people. So, so small people, yes. 50 midgets or a lion? Well, you you know that the female lion does all the hunting and killing, right? Correct. This is a male, though. So I can like, see like a where... big fucking mane, like Mufasa. Okay. Uh, fifty. Fifty small human beings, adult human beings. Fifty's a fifty's a lot. Fifty's I mean, a lot. Granted, they might win. I mean. I mean, half of them will probably die. There's going to be dead midgets, is what you're saying. I, I did not say that for the record. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to argue about uh, the usage of words, and you won't say one of them. Then obviously the other one is the worst word. That's John right. Mulaney reference anyway. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the little people. Okay. I'm going with the Jawas on this one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the Ewoks <laughs> took down the Empire, okay? Don't start this again, Scott. All right, all right, Okay, time? so I listen I listen to another podcast, and one of the things they do on there uh, sometimes is they do a thing called Million Dollars Butt. And I yeah. really love these kind of questions because they're the best kind of questions. They're amazing. So I like to make up some of these in the my spare time, you know, shower thoughts. I made up a few of these. Uh, so, Mike, a million dollars... But your internet search history from the beginning of you using the internet gets sent to all your friends and family. For a million? Yeah. Everything you've ever searched. You know what? I feel like that is one of those things where it's like 
you're so transparent, it's blinding, like a needle in a haystack. Because I Google so much shit every single day, and I, yeah, for a million, yeah, for a million bucks, you can have it. Well, wait, 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 from what time? From from the beginning of the very first Google thing you've ever Googled, from the beginning of you using the internet. So basically the birth of the internet for people our age. Until when? Until In, like today? Yeah, until today. Or like, but does it get updated? Like No, 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 no. Just from so the beginning till now. Once I get now. paid, then it's like, by the time, once that money hits my account, then I can Google whatever I want again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would take the million. All right. Because okay. I've never Googled anything that's what I would consider out of the ordinary from like, you know, it's not like I ever spent time like Googling, you know, like how do I sign up for the Proud Boys or how do I sign up for a jihad? Or how do I take down the president or anything stupid like that? Well, Mike, you don't know how to party then. But, I mean, it's just like a whole mess of porn and skateboard videos. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, nobody cares about me. I mean, that's not incriminating. I'm a grown-up. Sort of. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, so... uh Say, for instance, you have some free time. You have, you have you have time to kill. Uh, your daughter's not around. It's just you in the house. You can watch an episode of a TV show. Now it could be it could be a show that you're watching right now, or it could be an old classic that you've seen a, a thousand times. You just you just want to put something on for background noise while you're hanging out. What is your go-to television show? That you would just put on your TV to have on. Okay, well, right now for TV show, it, it, can I answer the movie question part also? Can I or can I just do? Yeah, that, direct, that, yeah, that, whatever. All right. Well, the TV show that I'm currently watching right now is West Wing. Okay. So I've been watching West Wing every morning for breakfast. I watch like an episode of West Wing. Okay, that kind of uh, answers the question. Yeah. Okay. Um, but as far as like movies, actually, I paid five dollars two days ago for the movie Hackers because I was listening to the soundtrack so much. I was like, I want to watch this movie, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So then I went on iTunes, and it was five bucks. And I've already like, because I think I told you before, I like to listen to movies all the time. Yeah. So, so I bought it, and I've already listened to it like four times, like in the last three days. But before Hackers, like I would say, like I do uh, Guy Ritchie movies, so like uh, Snatch and Lock, Stock and Barrel. Yeah, I do, uh, I do a lot of those two. All right, what's all right. Uh, Adam, how many more questions do you have? I have uh, at least two more. Okay. I'm out. So you do your last two. Go ahead. All right. All right. I got one more million dollars. Uh, so Mike, a million dollars. But every time you drink any any water, any amount of water, you have to quote Adam Sandler from Waterboy. <laughs> for a million dollars? Yeah. But for the rest of your life, every time you take any amount of water, drink any water, you got to quote, uh, do a quote from Waterboy. So you take a swig of water and then you put the cup down. You're like, that's some high quality H2O or something like that. Uh, medulla oblongata. 
I think I could say that every time I drank water. Yeah. I yeah, give me a million. All now, right. if I had to quote like other Adam Sandler movies. Nope, just Waterboy. Like, like if I had Gatorade and they were like H two O, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you don't have if you have Gatorade, you don't have to quote them. It's just if you drink water. Yeah, give me the million. All right, um, and my last one is the classic F Mary Kill. So F Mary Kill, <laughs> your wife, your girlfriend. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, <laughs> uh, F Mary Kill, Shredder, Skeletor, or Gargamel. Ooh. Wait, why do they gotta all be dudes? Uh, you got a problem with that, Mike? Yeah, what are you, some kind of homophobe? Don't be judgy. Don't be judgy. Wait, who are they It's not really happening, Mike. It's not like you have to commit to this for, like, in reality. Not to mention they're all cartoons, so they're not real. Alright, first off, I would marry... I would probably marry Oroko Saki just because... I already know how to speak all the languages in the world, and I wouldn't have to look for a can opener again. Probably kill Skeletor. So then, who am I effing? Gargamel. Gargamel. Is that good? I don't. I couldn't pick Gargamel out of a lineup. It's from Smurfs, man. The dude that wanted to catch the Smurfs and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then... <laughs> Answer oh yeah, turn. totally, totally. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, him. I stand by my answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've learned a well, lot about you, Mike. Him. I wouldn't want to kill him. Well, I mean, he does want to commit <laughs> genocide, but you know, other than that, he's a well, he's yeah. a tasty looking piece of meat, I guess. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. Yeah, I didn't know that was my bad. Wasn't there a Smurfette? Yeah. Yeah. Only wasn't one it like Smurfette. wasn't it like Gargamel well, yes. like yes. put Smurfette in the village to be like let's distract the men so that I can like catch them and eat them and then it turned yeah. out to like not yeah. work. No, no, no. So the Smurfs are all male. Yeah. They they pro- they produce asexually. So there were no females. So Gargamel gets the great idea cuz he's like he was like an alchemist or whatever. So he, like, fucking creates life. And I don't know why he wants to kill the Smurfs so damn bad when he can do that. Yeah, I don't get it either. He creates some Smurfettes to be, like, a spy to, like, infiltrate the Smurf village. He thought that blue poon would be his ticket to get in there. But, uh, really, (laughs) like, because they, because they don't, they're not, like, sexually attracted to her, like, ever in the show. Well, how so, could like, they be if they re- reproduce asexually? Exactly. Yeah. Gargamel, Gar- Gargamel fumbled the ball on that one. So, <laughs> but then Smurfette sees like how like nice they are and how they're. So she decides that play fuck Gargamel. I'm gonna join the Smurfs. So she joins them, and that's why she's the only female Smurf. Did they ever have like an origin story where like it showed Gargamel saying, "Okay, I've made you Smurfette. Now you're gonna go do this thing for me," or is this just like assumed? No, yeah, fucking, I'm, yes, they do that, Adam. I'm, I'm not reading, like, extended universe Smurf shit. Like, <laughs> like, 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 this is actually canon. <laughs> extended universe Smurf shit. Okay. 
That was Mike's although, last porn uh, search. Although, if you've ever watched the James Cameron movie Avatar, it is pretty much like James Cameron was like smoking and watching Smurfs and Fern Gully and decided to make the movie Avatar. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember walking out of that film being like, hmm. I feel like that, I've seen I'm like, before. that was Fern Gully with Smurfs. Is basically what the movie is. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm out of questions. That's it for me. Okay, okay. One more thing before we let you go, Mike. Uh, like I said in the opening of the show, we're bringing back some of our old segments that we've done in the past. Okay. And and we used to do a segment called Douche of the Day. Oh, I and how, that. And, yeah, and how it works is Adam and I we nominate some people who've done some some douchey things as of late. Yep. And we vote, and whoever gets the most votes is awarded douche of the day. So Adam and I have nominated some people. We're going to tell you who they are, and you get a vote. All and right. And we'll, you know, we'll, we'll let you know who wins. We have some other guests coming on, and we'll let you know who wins douche of the day. So uh, so I guess uh, I'll go first, Adam. I, right. I have I have I have two. I have two. Uh, my first one is is actually neither one is going to be much of a surprise. My first one is I am nominating Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> douche of the day. What do you now, now? A little bit of a backstory, Adam. I think you'll back me up on this one. Yeah, we've talked so, about this. So we used to shit on Shia all over on this show. He was our douche of the day many many times. He did some really crappy things, uh, like like leaving his then girlfriend alone, stranded in Paris without her passport, and 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 doing really shitty, ruining things from my childhood, like Indiana Jones and Transformers. But I don't I don't fully blame him. He's he's, in, he's collecting a paycheck. I get it. Uh, but then we kind of forgave him, Adam. Uh, he he kind of turned over a new leaf, and and he seemed to be. On the road to redemption, if you will. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, he did. He did some really cool artsy things that we were really into. He did this uh, like social project where he oh, he rented out a theater and played all of his movies and brought homeless people in. And it was like it was like a movie a thon. He he raised money for homeless people in New York City and allowed them to come in for shelter and he fed them. It was a really cool thing he did. And plus, he was also. Uh, in a couple music videos that Adam and I were, were big fans of, uh, the Shia LaBeouf Live by Rob Cantor, which is a classic, which kind of pokes fun at him, but he was such a good sport about it, and he even he makes a cameo at the end where he does the the Citizen Kane slow clap, if you will. Um, but then he was also in the the video for uh, Elastic Heart from Sia, and Adam, this is where this is where it gets a little tricky. Uh, Maddie Ziegler, who is, is in all the Sia movies, she's that young girl dancer. She's not so young anymore, but at the time she was. Uh, they, they did like an interpretive dance together and it, it was, it was really sweet. It was really great. Adam and I, you were, we were yeah. both big fans. We were both big fans. It's a great song. So we, and it was a great video. So we came on here and we basically said, Shia, we forgive you. We forgive yeah. you. But Adam, what, what now has he done? <laughs> nominated for douche of the day again uh he is being accused of like beating his girlfriend and being like an abusive boyfriend and shit like yes 
Like he's, he's like even classic wife beater, except he's not married, basically. Mm-hmm. So now uh, it's like, and apparently uh, he has a history of abusive relationships. Like uh, Sia, apparently they were in like some secret relationship or some shit like that or whatever. Right. And she backs up his new, I guess, current ex-girlfriend saying he didn't physically abuse him, but he was definitely mentally abusive the entire time we were together. So Yeah, she I said it was I woke up on Chris Breezy. <laughs> <laughs> She said it wasn't so much physically abusive as it was mentally and sexually abusive. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh <laughs> and, and, and Shia LaBeouf and Sia had this relationship during the filming of this music video that we loved so much while he was in a relationship with somebody else who he lied to Sia about saying he was single, which he wasn't. And it, it was just a really shitty thing to do. So... Shia LaBeouf is back on our bad graces, if you will. He is nominated for Douche of the Day. You have you have another one, Scott, you said? I do, I do. And this one, this was, was just a, this is a formality. This this is just, I had to do it. This is probably the person in, in the course of Four Your Distraction who has been nominated for Douche of the Day more than anybody else. I'm nominating Donald Trump. Oh for, my du- God. for douche of the day, and I'm just doing it because I I need to do it because he's he's done some pretty shitty things uh, always, but the fact that he's lost this election and he will soon be gone, and he has not yet conceded and only doubled down on the the election fraud and everything, and now we see you know the the rioting in D.C. and the the taking of the Capitol, all this horrible stuff. That you can blame on him. So I am nominating Donald Trump for douche of the day as well. All right. Um, I got two. I got two okay. to nominate. First one uh, is going to be quick. Uh, Mitch McConnell for being an absolute piece of shit, probably worse than Donald Trump. So, you know, he's just a terrible individual. Then he's the only one that decided to block the $2,000 uh, that yep. he's going to give to uh, everybody. And so you know, even, you know even Donald Trump you know was like... Yeah, yeah, so I was going to say, you know it's bad when Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump and pretty much all the Democrats and all the Republicans together want to give us two grand, and Mitch McConnell, individually, singly, by himself, blocks it and only gives us 600 Yeah, Satan himself. So yep. that's that's my first douche. The other douche, um, I'm nominating uh, Playboy Cardi. Rapper, Who? Rap, rapper Playboy Cardi. Is he rapper? Who? Is he rapper Playboy Cardi? I don't anyway, know who Playboy Cardi Iggy, is. Iggy Azalea, it's you know who Iggy Azalea is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he is uh, Iggy Azalea's baby daddy. She just had. I She just had a kid by him, and when it was like towards the end of 2020, I don't remember the exact date. And apparently, while she was giving birth to their child, he was at home playing PlayStation. That's so, kind of play, PlayStation Cardi? Uh, pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Mike, Adam and I are going to wait till the end to cast our two votes. But while we have you on here, those are your four choices. You get one vote. Shia LaBeouf, Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, Playboy Cardi. 
Who receives your vote for douche of the day? I confirmed that Playboy Cardi is a rapper. Yes, he is okay. a rapper. Uh, yeah, I think I have to go with Shia LaBeouf for like beating up his girlfriend. That's fair. Okay, yeah, That's fair. So hey, we nominated. Him, so yeah. Okay, we'll keep the tally going. Shia LaBeouf has one vote. Thanks, Mike, well, Mike for coming on our two hundred. Yes, I was just going to say thank you so much, Mike. Uh, you know, in the future here, we're going to get you back on for the for the duration of a full show. It's going to be exciting. I look forward to being excited. All right, so we had to do something real unique with this episode. Uh, we decided that because it's so long and there's so much content involved that we're actually going to split this episode in half. So 200th episode is not just going to be one episode, but two episodes for our 200th episode uh we just listened to mike uh we got a, the rest of our guests coming up in part two um yeah it's it's I, we're having fun so far doing it so yeah uh here's my question i have a question for you adam yeah. real quick uh the back to the future movies it's back to the future part one back to the future part two back to the future part three do you consider them separate movies or are they all the same with separate parts? I think we've had this conversation once before. I can't remember on the show, but I consider them separate movies. Even if they say part one, part two, part three, they're separate movies. It's like the Lord of the Rings movies, they kind of take place back to back with each other. There's not like an extended time period or anything like that in between those movies. They're kind of like rolling, but they're separate movies still. So, But they have different titles. Doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Fellowship of the Ring... The Two Towers, Return of the King, they're, they're billed as separate yeah. entities. I'm, my, the, the correlation I'm trying to draw here is, are these going to be two separate 200th episodes? Or is it one giant 200th episode in two parts? I think this one is one giant 200th episode in two parts because it's, it's named Episode 200 Part 1, Episode 200 Part 2. So Okay. If it was Back to the Future 1, Part 1, Back to the Future 1, Part 2, and then Back to the Future 2, Part 1, you know, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. You, you, keep, you keep bringing up this, and you keep saying constantly, because you like to use this as one of your go-to movies. I want like, it to be one like, movie. My favorite movie, one of my favorite movies, is Back to the Future, Parts 1, 2, and 3. And I'm like, no, those are separate movies, Scott. Shut up. Those are separate movies. Like, the Western is not as good as the first one. So... Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, thank you guys again for listening to this part one. We're going to have part two uh, coming along. Um, again, we are a member of the Beaver <laughs> Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the B Real Network. Uh, we're still a member of the Electronic Media Collective. Head over to electronicmediacollective.com and look for us on there. Show them that we mean business. Show the love. Uh, like we've always said, we're on Facebook, Twitter, search for distraction at podcast FYD, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We're all on there. Uh, either for distraction or podcast FYD. Um, yeah, we, we got big things coming. So get ready for so, part two. So as we're recording this, we don't know because those of you listening to this know because it's already been released. But my question for you, Adam, is are you dropping both parts at the same time? Um, nope. 
Part one is oh! going to. As of this recording right now, part one is just about done and it's almost ready to go up, and then we'll finish up recording for part two. So. Oh, be gonna... sure to like for part two. Yeah, otherwise maybe <laughs> I won't put it out. I don't know. Maybe I'll hold it hostage. Hey, v- hey, give us all your likes and your love, or you don't get part mm-hmm. two. How's that sound? Like, share, subscribe, and we'll give you part two.